0: Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back. Another weekend, huh? What do you know? It's a great week, right? By golly. It was good to find out this week that uh, all this stuff we were worried about, you know, this, this Biden stuff and the inflation and everything, it was, it's nothing to worry about at all. Whew, man, I feel a lot better. I've seen Nancy Pelosi stagger aimlessly around and wave her hands in the air. I know we're safe now. Before I was kind of worried. Anyway, welcome back. I'm so glad to talk to you folks out here. I look forward to this all week. I have to say um we're uh We're very fortunate to be able to speak with you, and so i I don't want that to pass unnoticed. you know also it was very nice you know last week i I deep dive into history sometimes and you know just sort of uh throw things out there that i I think are relevant to today as obviously history is, despite what some would tell you extremely relevant. And then I think, well, maybe we talked about it a little too much. Then you, you folks will tell me you liked it or something. It's very nice. I, I get such great feedback. And I also forgotten that I need to tell you two things. I had been doing it quite a bit, but I our website for the show that we have a lot of the stories we talk about posted, you can go right to and read more about them, and a lot of news sources as well, uh, is at uh, the therickwagnershow.com. That's the therickwagnershow.com. Or at politicalviking.com. Either one of those gets you to the same place. The Political Viking is what we use for some of our other podcasts and things like that, and we're going to do more of that. But uh, So either one of those will get you to the webpage. Nothing to sell there, no paywalls, no anything. Just a ton of links to all of the, uh, con- sort of the conservative news sites all over the Internet. Try to have them in one spot for you. And then some highlighted stories in the middle. And you can contact me. You can write me an email, and I do read all the emails. Sometimes it takes me a few days to get through everything, but uh, I do. And uh, sometimes I'm able to respond, but not always. But I do read them, and that's at uh, Rick Wagner. Just one long word, nothing fancy, no dots, slashes, jumping up and down uh, periods or anything. Just Rick Wagner at mail m a i l dot com. And so I wanted to make sure I got that out there. This segment, I really wanted to talk about something that I, I must have heard it twenty times this week, and I wanted to explain what it was. Now some of you know, but I think a lot of people don't. Uh gaslighting, right? Well they're gaslighting us, they're gaslighting. It really came up this week with the Dow crashing twelve hundred and eighty points at the same time that Joe was uh frantically uh using up all of his uh pumped up uh whatever stimulant they give him to keep him mobile for ten or fifteen minutes. And uh Nancy Pelosi was Demanding that people applaud. If you saw that, that was pretty funny because they, she was talking about, look at all, but all Joe has done and this and that. And people just were sitting there. She goes, that's an applause line. Oh, okay. So you're going to throw us off the White House lawn if we don't applaud, apparently. Anyway, and these are, these are already partisans they invited and they weren't applauding. It's getting pretty bad, but gaslighting and, Oh, they're gaslighting us. Well, that obviously is, Something that everybody's heard a lot and understands it as something that's trying to fool us, right? But, you know, where does it come from? I, I, I hate when terms get get into the language, and then I realize, okay, that that's that's a idiom almost, or certainly just a term of art that we've developed. And where does it come from, and what does it really mean? Well, many of you probably know this. Gaslight was the name of a movie, right? A movie from uh, 1934. I actually wrote this down here. Yeah, 1944. 1944 with uh, Charles Boyer, Ingrid Bergman, and Joseph Cotton, the evil Joseph Cotton, called Gaslight. And it was actually based on a play from, what, 1938? I wrote that down here. Anyway, so what the the story on that is, this is interesting because I feel like it's happening to us right now. This woman witnesses or the aftermath of the murder of her adopted mother, and whoever had murdered her had been there to uh, ransack the house and steal a bunch of jewels, wealthy woman. And years later, this woman uh, is returning to America and is courted by this very dashing man, of course, Charles Boyer, uh, and marries him in kind of a whirlwind romance, I think is what they say. And during that time, uh, they move back into their murdered aunt's townhouse. All of her stuff's still there and everything. And because it's very disturbing for her, to have all this stuff around from her murdered aunt, uh, her husband, who at this point is named Gregory, a little foreshadowing, so-called Gregory, uh, says that it would be better if they just took everything and stored it in the attic and uh, so it wouldn't bother her and so forth. So during this time, Gregory's very strange acting all of the time, although very suave, as only Charles Boyer could have been at this time. And starts trying to convince Paula that she's not quite right in the head strange things are happening she keeps hearing footsteps up in the attic where all the furniture is at and hears people someone moving around at certain times he says it's her imagination and things start disappearing and she doesn't know where they're at he tells her that that's her imagination and then later on he starts accusing her that she's a kleptomaniac. Because things disappear, and then they turn out to be in her handbag or something like that, right? So you see where this is going. And the gaslighting thing comes from something that he does throughout the movie, which is the gaslights, because this is a set in the late uh, 19th century. The gaslights in the house, you know, that are powered by gas in the walls. (laughs) That seems a little dangerous now, doesn't it? Uh, and you can turn them up and down, obviously, by how much gas is being in there. He's turning the lights up and down randomly in the house. One day they're really low, another day it's really bright, and this and that. She keeps remarking on it, and he keeps telling her that nothing's changed. Well, it's exactly where they've always been. What are you seeing? You're seeing things. And this is a theme throughout. So this is where the idea of gaslighting is, that you know, don't believe your lying eyes thing, on top of which is I'm using that to try and make you think, you're crazy, and uh, you know he gives it to be a being a kleptomaniac all those kinds of things. And in the end of the movie, just to tell you what what happens is, turns out that Gregory is really an evil dude named Sergei, who was in fact the person that murdered her aunt years before, but never was able to discover where her jewels were because she'd hidden them away someplace. And so he romances her to move back in the house. This seems like a little, you know, this is sort of a lot to do, but this is the movie, moves back in the house so he can get access to start searching through all of her old things to try and find these jewels. And, of course, he wants uh, his daughter, Alla, the, well not his, daughter, his wife, who was the the uh, young lady uh, from the murdered aunt, uh, who was really effectively her daughter because she was raising her, uh, out of the way. But she needed her to get access to all this stuff so he could look for the jewels. And so he's slowly trying to make her seem like she's crazy. With his plan being to drive her mad, have her committed to an asylum, take the jewels, inherit the townhouse, and that would be the end of everything. And so that's the the story of Gaslight. And so that whole idea of gaslighting somebody is kind of complicated. It's not only trying to make them believe they're crazy, not believe what they what they're seeing, and at the same time. Uh, doing it for a very specific purpose. So, yes, it's exactly like what's happening with the Biden administration and us right now. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like what's happening? I mean, they keep doing things. You know, it's, uh, no, you're not seeing that. Most people are crossing the border. No, the border is secure. You're not seeing that. That's, uh, you're, it's crazy. You're crazy and possibly violent. And we need to monitor your behavior at all times because of that. It really is. The whole gaslighting thing really is. More apt than I thought until I looked at the uh, plot of the movie when I w- was going to explain what it was because I thought, man, I got I want to get into that. So see what that was again. I'd forgotten part of that, but uh, very tricky. And that's what's happening to us now, folks. And it's happening in a lot of different ways. Not only is it happening about the economy. It's like, no, it's great. Don't believe the fact that you don't have any money two weeks into your month. You know, it's like, gee, my paycheck has lasted all month. Now, two, three weeks later, I don't have any money. Yeah, don't believe that. That's You're crazy. That's that's not happening. It's fantastic. You must be doing something. And if you don't agree with that, there's something wrong with you. right? You're crazy. There's you something wrong with you. Or you're not agreeing with these things that I'm telling you. Very on point. I was a little shaken by it, actually. I thought, boy, we really are being gaslighted, and in more ways than people think. And in the next segment, I want to talk a little bit about how I think we're being gaslighted on the Republicans uh, coming up in uh, November. Uh, they're taking advantage of our belief that Republicans are always able to snatch defeat from victory and playing on that to try and suppress our vote and make us think like things aren't going as well for Republicans as I think they are. We'll be back.